Hey, Dirty Tennis fans. It's Ashley. It's Dina. And today we've got one question you're going to want to know the answer to. I want to Here it comes. You want to know? Are you ready, Dina? Let's go, Ashley. Welcome to the show today. Phil Barnes, Isabella Martinez from Youth Guidance. Welcome. Thank you. They're here to answer one very important question. Don't stress, guys. It's just one question. (laughs) One One question. question. One important question. For King of the Hill Tournament, local players know it. Where does the money go for a charity tournament? Great question. So, <laughs> King of the Hill has been going on since 1996, and ever since then, it has supported youth guidance. Funds from the tournament change children's lives. That's really yes, they do. Too. At youth guidance, we provide after-school programs, summer camp, vocational training, healthy meals. It's amazing, all free of charge. What we're able to accomplish uh, with what we have here is, to me, it's pretty remarkable, and that's thanks to our hardworking team, our uh, team members like Isabella, development associate. Hey, Isabella. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> and you know, we've seen incredible success stories too. I mean, just in the past several years, we've launched a pre-apprenticeship program. We now offer professional certifications wow. uh, involved in the trades. So young adults, um, with, with our younger kids, we're doing gardening, cooking, sewing, tutoring, homework help. If you come into Youth Guidance, you'll see just everybody brainstorming, just thinking about ways we can keep ramping it up. And what an amazing kids. mission. It is. And I have to say, I came to know Youth Guidance last year at your 2023 King of the Hill because I would get there so early, I had an opportunity to see everything behind the scenes. And it's seven weeks in a row. And all I saw was excellence in communication and performance, kindness and respect from all layers and levels, all interactions. Didn't I see like the students themselves are helping with the tournament? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So How does that cute. come about? The kids, we have them integrated throughout the tournament from check-in. They'll be there to greet the both the sponsors and general admission, those that come to watch the tournament and essentially support what it is that we do. So, you know, we'll have the kids at check-in greeting those people. Um, We also will have our info table that offers just more information about youth guidance. And, you know, the kids are really there to kind of talk about their experience in those programs. Which is so important. Yeah. You get a personal touch. Right. You get to hear their story. And I feel like that's a really big part of it, too. And, you know, for the weeks where we're able to incorporate them more so within the event flow, such as having them do like a little scrimmage set with the with the pro things like that. The kids love it. They really love being involved in those things and really just being able to be out there in the community. And they're very friendly. They're engaged. They're polite. And they again, as I say, watching behind the scenes, they helped every week. They said, oh, no, if they saw someone moving, as Phil was, 700 boxes of Natalie's juice. <laughs> you know, there they were. Give, give me my share. Let me help. Let me be a part. I really respect that the culture that you have created, Phil, um, as executive director and Isabella together in this, this team that you all are building and creating. And I think it also extends to the sponsors that you attract. I know you've had some very big financial donations and contributions because you have a building that's about to be renovated? Yes, we do. So we occupy the former library building in in New York County, built in 1961. That's where we are right now. You wouldn't know, though. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be wide open uh, and spacious, but the county in 1990 created administrative offices here. Oh, interesting. This used to be where the housing authority was, Soil and Water District, the University of Florida Extension. There were numerous offices. They created a maze (laughs) to accommodate all these offices. Maze. You, you need you need a map. <laughs> yes. I need a map. Dina wouldn't. 
yeah. She knows where she is at all times. <laughs> it's it, it is uh, definitely in need of a facelift. The building and and really what the capital campaign will allow us to do is create a space that is conducive to the programs we run. We will have a commercial kitchen in here. We'll have a a workshop in here for the vocational training piece. We'll have multi-purpose rooms for the sewing, the financial literacy, uh, entrepreneurship, all of those great things. Fantastic. And it's just it will be incredible. We can't wait. Uh, but construction is scheduled to start at the end of May, early June. Wow. So right around the corner. And during that time, we'll be at St. Augustine of Canterbury Church. Okay. Uh, that's, that's kind of in Southwest Vero. Uh, they have graciously opened their doors to us. That's so wonderful. That can, right. So we won't have to interrupt our program services at all. That's so important. And you're, did I understand correctly that the graduation rate of your students that come through your program is extremely high? It is, right. It's over 99%. And we're That's really, amazing. really wow. proud of that. We're, our goal is always 100%. So always. We're, we aim high here. And anybody who knows us, we're always pushing for how we can improve, further improve the academics of our children, job placement, uh, career prep for our older students, you know, our young adults, teenagers. Everything we do here is really centered on getting our kids and young adults to the next level so that they can succeed. That's amazing. amazing. So how many students do you serve in a year? So this most recent fiscal year, we, which is uh, October to September, I know that because I was just working on grants. Grant proposals, you know, writing grants is uh, one of the- Your favorite part of your job. Don't lie to (laughs) us. That's why you took the job. Yes, that's right. Uh, But we served 186 uh, students total last fiscal year. So right, quite a few. We have students who join us just during the summer others right. who, who are really involved throughout the school year. But at any given time in this facility, we can accommodate really 50 to 60 at one given time. When we renovate, we'll be able to actually serve 300 to 300 wow. students wow. a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. And be, be able to accommodate 75 uh, students at, at one time. So it's it's going to be quite an improvement, you know, increase our capacity, the facility. You know, we really involve the community. Like mm-hmm. you guys are here yep. right now, which we love it. is awesome. And I think having the renovation complete will only further that. It really will. And the students, like when they are they here before school, after school, weekends? <laughs> after school. When we have our after school programs, the kids will start to trickle in, whether they're getting dropped off by their parents or one of our vans. We have a 12 passenger, oh. 15 passenger van that oh. will go to certain schools and pick up those, oh, those students and bring them here. That's really nice. Um, mm-hmm. So when they first come in, they start off with homework help. So they'll kind of start to knock out their homework. And we have volunteers that will come in just kind of as the day progresses and some of our volunteers are there for the tutoring. So, you know, they'll help out students that might have a certain need for right. or a, help. A certain subject like I would in math. Exactly. Yes. I, was just gonna say I that. admit it. Math. Dina was going to say that for me. Yep. Yep. Not that's for a you. big one. <laughs> I think that there's for something me. there though, like that time with math, I don't know if it's confidence and that a student has when they get that about seventh or eighth grade math and oh yeah, their success rate for the future. I don't know. That's my own personal experience with that. That's an interesting thought. Those are critical years and you really need patience. Every child learns in a different way and at a different pace. We're like, and so having that reinforcement and prioritizing the schoolwork and then playtime and Mm -hmm. then activity time and then, you know, and now is the rumor true? Are you building 
a pickleball court Ooh. in your courtyard? Yes. Oh, is true. pickleballers. Yes. So we are, that, that is in our, our plan for the future, especially in the outdoor area. Right now, it's really just dirt. Uh, the <laughs> grass does not last too long out there oh, just because funny. of the foot traffic. Right. But <laughs> that's funny. It will be a pickleball court, but we'll also have uh, basketball lines. So we want to make it multi-purpose. We that's have great. students that love basketball and pickleball. We've actually partnered with Pickleball University and we've taken oh, them out to Pocahontas wow. Park, uh, introduced them to the sport, and it's a blast. I, I love pickleball, personally. That is, and it, you know, you really can get all ages on the court together. Right. You can, you but when you get the little ones on the court, you mix it up in the pickleball. Right. Maybe there'll be a youth guidance annual pickleball tournament coming. Ooh. That would be a great idea. I like that. Yeah. I think it's time. It's and the thing about pickleball too is it's accessible. Uh, kids can yeah. pick up a paddle. They understand it. It's sort of that. I don't know. It's uh, it's similar to. Ping, it's a ping cross pong. between ping pong and tennis, right? Mm-hmm. It's just the middle ground, but it's there's so much more strategy that goes into it. And it's, but uh, it's so social it's and yes. everything coming out of the last few years, especially for kids and the complications that I think the nation experienced and certainly the children did. It's a wonderful and easy way. Everybody gets to play. Line and up you, the paddles and go. You do. Mm-hmm. And you, t- you talk and you chat and you realize, I just think you forge really good friendships. Dina and I became friends on the tennis court. Uh-huh. Live ball. Live ball. Live ball. Very nice. Yes. And And the Dirty Tennis Podcast was born. There you go. Uh, See, this this is how (laughs) great ideas are made, right? You could make the Clean Pickleballer Podcast. (gasps) Oh. We should do a podcast with the kids. Yes, you should. And that's something we've been thinking about and and from time to time. But this is good. This is good conversation here. You have the Apple. You've got, I'm happy to come and teach how to do the editing. We can show how the equipment works. This is incredible equipment, too. Well, it's fun. Thank you. Just teaching them how to do. Yes, Yes, this is a wow factor. No makeup, and we're wearing, you know. Tennis clothes usually, but uh, we go for the wow factor of the equipment. Oh, I love it. With the yellow the yellow suitcase <laughs> yeah, comes the in and you just That's know so funny. you're ready to hit the ground running <laughs> and you got the soundboard. I mean, no, I love it. T- to teach a, a student or a child how to do this stuff, um, I think it's very valuable. And we know right. that a lot of our, our students, especially our teenagers, they want their voice to be heard. Absolutely. Right? Because a lot of times teens, they don't they don't get that. They just are told no uh, all right. the time. Right. Um, time. Which, yeah, hey, if you're a teenager, sometimes you like to push buttons. You like to push the envelope, but it's how you learn. I think it's it's good to give them a platform to to just share, you know, what's going on with the next generation because mm-hmm. they're the up and coming, mm-hmm. uh, and also you know, use guidance yes. to talk about events as they're coming up and to kind of get the experience. It'd be interesting to have a little podcast. There's so many fun ways you could go with a podcast, and thinking up a name could be the first fun project. Oh, okay. I like this. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, we we're all for it, and I love it. You know, with our teenagers too, we we. Have have a junior staff program. So they're already helping us uh, with just the programs for the kids. It's great. And it's a great, right, because it, it sort of introduces them to what a career would be like in the education mm-hmm. sector, um, in the after-school program. And they help serve meals. They're accountable. It's right. just, it's a good opportunity for them. And this, it, we're, we're always looking at ways mm-hmm. we can add to that. So this is great. Sounds innovative. Like a family. It yeah. does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. It's very innovative. I love that the kids get backpacks when they need them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Meals. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Sometimes in-house, sometimes take it home. Yes, and we do cooking class as well. uh, Which is imperative. The school systems aren't doing these. Even with gardening for, you know, the veggies and the fruits and herbs that our garden produces and that the kids are part of and harvesting, whatever is there, they can take home with them them or make a salad. If you never see it grown, how do you really ever understand where it came from and how the evolution of a plant a vegetable <laughs> happens. It all starts somewhere. Right. It right. does. A little right. tiny seed here and the that kind of is the metaphor for what you do. Yeah. The good Absolutely. soil yes. in which these wonderful seeds these children are planted wow, to grow. This is a great content here. <laughs> Ashley, uh, you Ashley need to uh, check out our website. Well, I'll give you the how to log in the back end and you can start find the content. Oh, It'll be God. all flowery and happy because you know what? Youth guidance is happy. It's wonderful it what is. you do. We thank you for sharing today. One thank question with here. us. We wish, uh, we wish a very successful King of the Hill to the players. There is King of the Hill on Thursday night. Make sure you go. Boulevard, Thursday. Boulevard, Thursday, six, six o'clock. Thursdays, yes, yeah, six p.m. Get there early. Right. And now that you know where your ticket money goes and your raffle money, make sure you buy an extra ticket. Yes. And if you are available too, you can always come by Youth Guidance for a tour. And I want to oh. make sure that people know that just because it's really one thing to hear us talk about it, but experiencing it firsthand just is, it brings it to another level and you can really see it in action. Absolutely right. That Thank is you. the truth. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing. We appreciate your time today. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for sharing your vision and your mission. And Dina, thank you for being you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She loves to say we're going to edit. Nope, we're keeping it in. Until next time. Until next time. That's one question with Dirty Tennis. Bing. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today on Dirty Tennis Clean Living, the podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Dirty Tennis Podcast and on X, formerly Twitter, at Dirty Tennis Show. Subscribe, participate in polls, reach out to us on social media with your favorite Dirty Tennis topics. Your input matters. We want to hear from you. Until next time, keep your tennis dirty and your living clean. Well, maybe not too clean.